The views and opinions expressed in this podcast only represent each individual and do not represent JunkieMonkeys.com as a whole. Viewer discretion is advised. Hey, this is Troy Baker. Check out JunkieMonkeys.com. What's going on everybody? Well Guitar Guy here for Junkie Monkeys. Welcome to another episode of The Peel. Uh, we, got a, we got a full stack lobby right here. We have a special guest. If you want to introduce yourself, we got Tony in here. What's going on people? Thank you for having me on fellas. You know, been trying to get on for a minute. You know, things always <laughs> happen as Alex already knows, but finally here and it's going to be fucking great. Thank you, man. It's going to be awesome. And we got our two returning Junkie Monkeys here in the cam. Right below him, we got Alex. Yeah, you already know it is. It's Alex. <laughs> God, <laughs> that every time. <laughs> and then to the right of him, we got Chris. What's going on, you guys? Chris PKZ Kazama. You know who I am. Black Steve Rogers. Black Captain America. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the real Black Captain America, man. We're going to get right into it. Uh, we're we're talking. We're going to be talking about some, some news that recently, uh, some, some news that came up. Uh, we got two new reveals. We got the new Call of Duty. We got the new Battlefield. Uh, Battlefield's kind of taking a step back in terms of uh, how they're going with their approach as to the new shooters. Uh, Call of Duty's still doing the same thing, but they have Call of Duty 4 remastered. So if you guys want to go ahead and talk about it. I'm more of a Battlefield guy, me personally. Um, I started with 1942. Uh, that was fun. That was a whole lot of fun. I want to see what you guys think about this whole new chapter in terms of the two big shooters out in the market uh we'll start off with tony i find it funny how the call of duty trailer got some of the mo like the the biggest number of dislikes of any youtube video or close to it yet <laughs> yes. the battlefield one got a, like one of the most liked amounts you know on youtube very interesting like i, I was wondering i was talking to a friend about this mike what is is that because people don't want to go into the future and because they want World War One, or is it something about the actual fan base? You know what I mean? Is it right. is it like Battlefield fans are more willing to you know give um Dice a chance, or is it because uh you know um who's making um Call of Duty? Um Infinity War, right? This one? Uh, this, yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. So is it just because people just want Call of Duty to be the same, or is like or is the future just too much for them? You know, because remember, people were bitching about the last two games saying it's too futuristic. Now this one's like super going into the future now you know so yeah i i, I found you know again i'm not a fan of either uh, franchise so i'm just kind of watching this as an outsider he's going why is it that this fan base is okay with them changing stuff and this fan base is not okay with them changing stuff right well right. I, I think it i think it all stems from because the battlefield devs like played it completely right like when we found out about the cod 4 remaster we're like oh this is awesome we're gonna get this instead of infinite infinity war or whatever it's called and then they're, then they're like, oh no, you have to buy both together. And then the Battlefield devs, they're like, the, a few days later, they announced their game. So everyone was like, okay, we'll we'll just screw you guys. We'll go get Battlefield. So I think that's why you see the like and dislike differential between both of them. 
because like all all the mad Call of Duty people went to the Battlefield video and then clicked like, and then all oh, the Battlefield shit. people went to the Call of Duty video, clicked dislike. <laughs> oh man, it's like a it's like a war going yeah, on. It is a war. like a real war. It's like a civil war. Yep. Breeze. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I mean it's essentially the same thing these two guys are saying. I mean, for the longest time, people have been asking, you know, uh, the Call of Duty devs to go back to. You know, the old school, um, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. type of battles. And, you know, they just keep, keep they just keep going futuristic. I mean, I, I'm just thinking that Buzz Lightyear is going to be in this next game they got coming up because it just keeps getting more futuristic. So, like Alex said, I think I think uh, the devs with, with Battlefield, they, they play the correct. I mean, they're giving the fans what they want. And this is just another lesson of fans speaking with their pockets. They don't want the future. We've got enough futuristic shit. We have enough people climbing walls and flying all over the place. I mean, we got Titanfall. We got Destiny. We got Call of Duty. I mean, all these first-person shooters essentially doing the same thing. So I think it'll be great, you know, that Battlefield is actually trying to stand out and going back to what the fans really want. And I hope the game is really successful. Do I see myself picking it up and actually playing it, you know, day one like that? Probably not, but... I do see it doing really good. Mm-hmm. And something to note about the the changes uh, for for Battlefield is the fact that they're going back. So there are going to be a lot of things that uh, are going to be missing from the older games or from the newer games like Battlefield 4. Um, a lot of the new weapons, uh, you're not going to be able to have like this crazy anti-air like you were able to. So there are a lot of things that are going to be changing. And uh, it'll be nice to see how that transfers over and how people feel about it because a lot of people are so used to stingers used to using like whatever they could at their disposal and it's it's going to be very limited i i'm pretty sure uh they announced that customization was going to be available it's going to be interesting to see how they do that uh it's going to be neat i'm excited um i don't know if i'm going to buy them i don't i don't know i still have to see more i really do have to see more and then um I don't know. Time will tell. Time will tell. Both, both those are coming out around the same time, right? Looking I believe so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a little bit. That's going to be interesting, you know. But I, I'm wondering how the whole um, World War One aspect is going to play out because you don't have automatic assault rifles or shit like that back then. It's all kind of bolt action, you know. Mm-hmm. And I want to see how they're going to make it interesting because if you guys, you know, don't if you guys don't know about World War One, a lot of it, at least on the Western front, was dudes just sitting in a fucking trench, going over the top and getting shot. That was literally the, that war for four years. So how are they going to make that more interesting? But if you see the trailer, it seems like they're showing different parts of the war, right? There, you know, it wasn't all um, trench warfare, you know, throughout the entire war. So you know, I'm pretty sure they're going to have some shit from the Eastern Front with dudes and fucking horses and shit, you know. And even I don't know if they they talked about this, but they should have submarines in there too. You know, they could add a bunch of stuff in here because this mm-hmm. is battlefield, right? We got to expect vehicles, right? So mm-hmm. if you have like. Uh, U-boats, fucking planes, early, old school planes too, and old school tanks could be kind of cool. I, I think they could pull it off, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, that's the only aspect that even me, I'm, I'm not a big fan of Battlefield. I'm like, oh, a game when set during World War One, that could be cool because I, I really liked Valiant Hearts. I don't know if you guys played that game. I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. It actually got me to go back and research World War One because I, I was always, you know, I'm, I'm a guy who's really more into World War Two. You know, that's mm-hmm. the one I'm, I'm more familiar with. That's everybody else is, but World War One totally different war. So I want to see how they could pull it off. You know, right? It, it'll be sure. it'll be more of a challenge for them than Call of Duty, where they could just make up whatever the fuck they want. 
<laughs> you know, would go with the future, you know? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. just like Tony, I'm not, like, a super, like, Battlefield or Call of Duty fan, but, like, if... What I, what I want Battlefield to have is, like, a really, like, dark, gritty story that, like, like really, like, goes into World War One and, like, we see, like, the... All of how brutal it was and, like, all the trench warfare and all that stuff. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah, for sure. Right, everybody. Uh, with that, we're going to switch over to our next segment. We have the split... Uh, Alex knows a little bit more about this. He's he's the Pokemon guy. So we're talking Pokemon Sun and Moon news. Alex, if you want to get into it, oh man, this headmaster. It's been it's been almost four months since Pokemon Sun and Moon were announced, and we nothing nothing ever since. But now we got we got the starter Pokemon, we got the legendaries, we got the region, we got got gameplay. It's it's, it's beautiful. It's just a lot of information. I love it. So. The, What's what's the big thing that you want with Pokemon Sun and Moon that's like not gonna be um something that you're gonna be used to, uh, that you wanna see happen in this one? Well, uh I wanna see more like trainer customization. Like usually you just they just hand you a guy and then you're like, Oh, this is your guy, you can't really do much with him. X and Y let you like pick your clothes and all that, but I, I want them to go deeper with that with uh with Sun and Moon. Mm-hmm. All right, and let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. I haven't been like a Pokemon person. I haven't been like a Pokemon fan since like the early days of Pokemon. Mm-hmm. How are you gonna get me into this game? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I wasn't expecting that. Oh. <laughs> I don't know, man. This is just <laughs> I just put you on the spot. <laughs> I gotta put you on the spot because like I'm not a Pokemon guy, and like everyone's hyped about it, and like. I, mean, I need sure to know where gonna, the hype's coming from. I'm sure they're going to do something with the game that, like, uh, bring, like, people who, like, skipped a few generations back into the game. Mm. Uh, we, we don't know too much about the game yet, but I don't, <laughs> I don't know how we're going to put something <laughs> back in. I don't know. That's up to Nintendo. Uh-huh. Are you guys Pokemon fans? Nope. <laughs> nope. I never played a Pokemon game in my life and I have absolutely no interest. I lost all interest in the franchise after I saw the first Pokemon movie. I'm like, okay, this is the height of the franchise. I'm good. You know, I, I never hated on Pokemon, but I've seen the games. I'm like, yo, that's a kitty RPG. Why am I going to play that shit? I'll play some real like Final Fantasy, you know, <laughs> or, or Star Ocean or something, you know. Mm-hmm. So I have absolutely no interest at all. None. No, so, and I'm the same yeah. way. Like, even though I've played, like, the console Pokemon games, I've never, ever, like, fully dived into a handheld game. Ever. And people get pissed at me for it, and I'm just like, I didn't fucking wasn't <laughs> want to, like, freaking own, like, any kind of Pokemon anything. That was just me. That's just me. It's the type of thing you have to grow up with. Like, if if you're an adult and, like, you're going to play your first Pokemon game, you're probably not going to like it. It's It's something that's, like, fully runs on nostalgia, and then... They keep on building on top of it, but they don't, like, unlike Call of Duty, they don't add stuff people don't want. They keep on, like, adding stuff that people actually do want, and, mm-hmm. like, they don't change the core mechanics, so it keeps people with it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you, you have a good point there, you know? It's like, because when Pokemon started getting big, I was 18, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm like, okay. As a matter of fact, I didn't even know Pokemon had games until, like, I was 23 or something. <laughs> Like, I mm-hmm. thought it was just an anime, and mm-hmm. the only reason I really watched, even though Pokemon was kind of fun in its own way, the only reason I really watched it is because there was very little anime back in the day on t- TV, so I'm like, okay, this is the anime, I'll watch this, you know, they, they got those crazy monsters, even though it always, Pokemon, you know, even though I'm not into it, it's always fascinating to me, it's like, 
do they eat okay are uh, pokemon the only animals in the world do they eat pokemon it's like instead of fried chicken do they have like fried charizard or something like and then like do they have animal cruelty laws in this world (laughs) (laughs) you know like these are the kind of things i think about you know like do they go into like a pocket dimension do they like just turn into energy and they're not conscious inside these pokeballs you Mm -hmm. know and then how do like these parents let their little kids run around the world without any supervision you know (laughs) getting into fights and shit with these monsters (laughs) it's it's crazy (laughs) yeah those are all questions they uh I, at least I'm not aware of. I don't think they answered yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think they plan on answering yeah. stuff like that. Like, like you, you gotta capture a Charizard, murder it real quick, get some fried chicken out of it. Yeah, you know, it, <laughs> it, it makes no sense. It's like, aren't these parents getting arrested because they're letting their children go out? You know, leaving their home for years. You know, <laughs> the kids ain't aging either. What's going on here? <laughs> There's this video by Eagle Raptor is pretty much asking the same question. Oh yeah, yeah. You remember? You remember? Yeah, I love Eagle. Oh, you feed me is puffins. I need nourishment. <laughs> yes. We don't kill Pokemon. We so, do. Uh, uh, Breeze, did you see the the starters and all that yet so far? Yes. Yes, do, I did. Do, do you know who you're gonna pick? I know who everybody's gonna pick. Who are they? Uh, what's his name? The the owl. The cat. Oh, the cat? Really? The cat, I see yeah. more people licking the owl. I forget. Really? Yeah, I know Litton is the cat. I have seen so many jokes the <laughs> oh. entire day. <laughs> it's lit. About those starters Pokemon. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, it's nothing but memes on my on Twitter. And, and I have seen a picture of Garfield the same color <laughs> as the Pokemon starter cat. <laughs> so I, it's I'm funny. sorry. Listen. Yeah. I, I, I play Pokemon. I play Pokemon all my life. I actually still, like go to the the card events the trading card events and, and battle and stuff like that that's really fun sometimes with these starter pokemon it's really really questionable with the designs i i wow <laughs> really they really make it apparent which one they want you to choose <laughs> like listen we yeah. got three pokemon for you all right now make sure you choose the right one out of this one we got a fire breathing dragon okay we got this one <laughs> We have a turtle, <laughs> and we have this 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 type of plant thing. We don't even know what it is, but we have a fire-breathing dragon. Make sure you choose the right starter one. And I wonder why a lot of people love Charizard over everybody else. But what am I to say anything? But yeah, um, yeah. They, I mean, it, it's all right. It, like I said, I'm just waiting for the game to come out. The, all the details and stuff. Just just drop the game, mm-hmm. and then we'll just go. Mm-hmm. That's simple. Fingers crossed that it's at E3 then, huh? Oh, it's not. Get a... Fingers, yeah, fingers oh, crossed that they announced it's Pokemon on, no. on, on, on the new NX system at E3. Huh? <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> oh, wait. No NX stuff at Remember? E3. No, nothing but Zelda. Yeah, uh, nothing, but Zelda. Yeah, nothing but Zelda, baby. Oh, man. All right. <laughs> you, you just destroyed Chris right now, man. Simple gives me fucking salt in the wound, man. Oh, damn it. All right, we're going to talk a little something else. Uh, we're going to go into the slip. We're talking Uncharted 4. I still don't have the game. I'm more than likely getting the mill tomorrow. These guys have played it. Uh, you want to give me your first impressions on what's happening. Uh, everyone in here has played it besides me, right? Yeah. Uh, you played the beta, though, right? So you... I played the beta. Yeah. Beta's My man Nathan Drake right there. Nathan Drake. <laughs> Chris, well, you want to talk that, about that, it, bro? Soup. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Since you, you know, you're the man of the hour right now, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Game of the year 2016. Yeah. Right here. Right here. Uh, 
I don't know, man. If Horizon comes out and it's as good as I think it's going to be, I think I think okay. I'll overtake it. That, that shit ain't coming out this year. Come on, because <laughs> they just couldn't. They just they just said that it still might be coming out this year, but you know how that goes. Yeah, but so you, we'll yeah, see. you know, know what's going to happen between now and E3 or now and. I'm just saying, if we go to E3 and we get in that lobby, we're not in the lobby, in the auditorium, they say, oh, yeah, Horizon, we got all these details, new maps, new characters, 2017. Bruh, why? Stop doing that. Same. Stop telling me all this good stuff and telling me it's releasing when it's not supposed to be. Just stop. Just don't. Don't. All right, everybody, we're going to switch on over to another bit. It's The Slip. We're talking Uncharted 4. If you guys want to give me your first impressions, we'll start off with we'll start off with Tony. Yeah, I mean, I've been pretty hyped up for this game for a while, man. So finally got to play it today. I only played about two and a half hours, but I fucking love it, man. Mm. Like it, it's cool because it's Uncharted, but at the same time, it also feels different. You know, just the way it, it began. It was like this is not like a, a regular Uncharted game. Like I still like it's definitely taking its time getting to the big crazy shootouts action pieces which is good it's like if this is the final game with nathan drake supposedly you don't want to rush it you want to take your sweet time with it and you could definitely tell that a lot of the the last of us influence is definitely mm-hmm. making it into this game as for not 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 with, with the darkness that's not here but with the way the characters are presented the depth of character the the emotions the versatility in, in the acting and stuff mm-hmm. all that that they learned in, in the last of us you could tell it was brought over here but there it's it fits within the framework of uncharted this is only off based off of two and a half hours i could just imagine what the rest of the game's gonna be but right now like the gunplay is cool the fucking um platforming is cool all that shit is great man the graphics are crazy like this is like easily the best play you know best looking ps4 game out there man like i mean it shouldn't be a surprise it's naughty dog they always do this shit you know but wow it's just crazy man alex yeah yeah i agree with tony like i, I was actually when we're having difficulties with skype uh we're talking about uh, i said that uh you can tell like like the last of us like it you can tell they brought over a lot of that. And I think they did. Like, there's, like, in the beginning chapters where I don't want to say what it is, but, like, when they're telling the backstory, like, you can tell there's, like, a certain level of darkness there. But, I mean, it's not, like, it's not, like, overly dark where it's not Uncharted anymore. Like, it's still Uncharted. But, you know, I only played a few hours, but I'm loving this so far. Mm-hmm. Breeze? Mike's here. All right. Well, me personally, I still haven't gotten the game yet. I'm I'm waiting for it to come through Amazon. Uh, apparently, there are a lot of people that are having the same issue, which is, it's fine. I could wait a day, um, but I'm trying not to get spoiled. I haven't gotten spoiled yet. Um, I'm mm-hmm. hearing crazy good things about the game. I just want to play single player. Multiplayer, it's gonna be fun. I'll be on that. But single player is where it's at. Um, I'm excited. I'm really excited. <laughs> uh... All right, and Chris. Yeah, I mean it's, it's the same thing. These guys really touch based on with the Last of Us influence. You can you can see it all through uh, the first couple hours of the game. I mean from from the visuals, the, the visuals look absolutely amazing. Like mm-hmm. Tony said, it's the best looking PlayStation Four game out there right now, and uh, it's 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 just a really good game. I mean I haven't played too much of it. I played about two or three hours. But I can just tell that the, the slow buildup is going to lead to a really, really, really good conclusion, whether it be good or bad. I can't wait to get into this game 
really, really beat like I want to. So mm. it's really good. And I know you guys have played a little bit of the multiplayer, uh, talked a little bit about it uh, before, but uh, in terms of how it is compared to the beta, does it feel the same or are there changes? What's what's up? What's happening with that? It essentially feels like the same thing. Uh, it was an Uncharted 3 situation where we had, you know, the beta felt great and then the game felt like shit. Yeah. Um, it, it, it still feel, it, it feels really good. You can definitely tell that they've taken some fan consideration and suggestions in uh, throughout those two betas that they did have, and they brought them over into the full product, which is cool. You know, they made a few tweaks to some of the mysticals and the guns and stuff like that. So I'm pretty sure throughout the game we'll, we'll continue to see, you know, tweaks like that. But overall, it still feels the same. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think of the multiplayer? If I haven't can. touched I haven't even tried it, so I yeah. can't really comment. You know, mm-hmm. I'm that dude that, you know, I mean, I'm going to play the multiplayer just so I can get a couple of those trophies or whatever, but mm-hmm. I'm really in it for the single player. That, to me, that's the, the core of Uncharted. So not really too invested in it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably play the, the multiplayer whenever I'm bored, but I'm like, I didn't buy this for the multiplayer. I bought it for the single player. Right, so. right, right, right. No, for sure. Oh, so the game's out. It's freaking exciting dude i want my hands on it so bad so i get mad uh we're we're gonna move on over to the last little segment uh we have the peel back we're talking captain america civil war we've all seen it uh if you haven't seen it there might be a few spoilers here and there um but no, that, gonna... just, we, we should we should just do a spoiler thing i think you want to do a spoiler thing yeah because right. since it's since it's the end like they it, it can just leave all right everybody come back later but so uh we're gonna be talking spoilers then uh talking captain america civil war what do you guys think if you guys could give it a rating quick rating just like off of what you saw and just like letting it kind of simmer a little bit what kind of rating would you guys give it Ooh, man <laughs> <sighs> okay and remember this is just purely because i i don't give anything a 10 out of 10 right so 9.5 out of 10 you man. think so Man, this movie was so fucking good. And the more I think about it, the more I love it even more. Mm-hmm. I want to, like, I'm trying to find some time off. I'm going to see it again. It is great, man. This shit is better than the fucking comic book Civil War. It mm-hmm. is fantastic. Yeah, I, I, I love this shit. You know? Because mm-hmm. the thing, you know, actually, we're spoiling it, right? Whatever. Because the yeah. thing that my problem with the comic book Civil War is they change the characters' personalities to fit the story, right? Mm-hmm. In the movie, their personalities were the same personalities they've always had. It was very, very character-driven, you know? Mm-hmm. When you got to that, that scene in the airport, which was, like, the best scene in, like, probably all superhero movies, you know, you, you felt that, like, fuck, you know, you, you guys shouldn't be fighting. What are you doing? That heartbreak, you know? And then you got motherfucking Black Panther was fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man, oh! D- d- mm-hmm. how, okay, how is it that Sony has done five spider-man movies right <laughs> yet marvel in 30 minutes does the best spider-man ever yep. it's fucking crazy like you guys had five fucking movies to get it right marvel did it in one take it's yeah. great man fucking awesome movie and i love what this sets up for the future too because now you got the fucking new avengers and the secret avengers mm, man 
So good, so good. And unlike that piece of shit, Batman vs. Superman, this thing set up a bunch of movies right. It didn't force anything. It didn't go, hey, let's stop the whole movie so Wonder Woman can look at a fucking computer. You know, it didn't do any of that nonsense. Hey, the <laughs> Flash is visiting you while you're sleeping. None of that crap. Everything was introduced very, very naturally. You know, you didn't have to just stop the movie. Go, okay, let's set up Infinity War. Let's set up Captain Marvel. None of that crap, man. Marvel is the fucking shit. Mm-hmm. Alex? No. Before before I get my score, I haven't seen all the Marvel movies. I think I I missed Thor two or something. Mm-hmm. I, I missed I missed a bunch of them. So there's a lot of like there's a lot of context I I was I don't have to this movie. But I think I give it like a like a seven five or eight out of the ten. Yeah, like I, I it was it was good and like it like unlike Tony, I'm not like dying to go see it again. But no, no I, mean, I, I like I, I want to see it. I want to see that shit now. Yeah, I love, <laughs> I, love, I, I did enjoy it. It was. It was besides Deadpool. I think it was the funniest superhero movie I ever saw. It was like, like especially with some of the Spider-Man scenes, like like they did do Spider-Man perfect, and they did Black Panther perfect too. I think I did not. I had like zero expectations for Black Panther, but they did him, they did him justice. Mm. What about Chris? Absolutely loved it. Yeah, I've been waiting for this movie for a, a very very long time. I mean, we went in there with our. Uh, Captain America and Iron Man and Spider-Man mask. I mean, we were overly hyped. And the movie did not let me down. Like Tony said, the airport scene, absolutely amazing. Uh, it was heartbreaking to see to see the Avengers. Because like, you know, Alex said, I think, you know, when people go see movies like this, I mean, you go see like the Avengers or you see Age of Ultron or you see, you know, Captain America Civil War, you have to see those build-up movies before you see the big bang yeah. and then that's when you can appreciate it that much more. Mm-hmm. And also with movies like this, you know, you can appreciate the setup much more because it's not like, Oh yeah, this is a segue to infinity war. It's, it's not <laughs> right, right, you, right. You know, it's just, they, 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 they're doing their thing. They're focusing on what civil war was. And I think that's great. Uh, Black Panther was never really a big fan of him. Never really paid attention to him before that movie. Very interested in the character now. Love the character. Spider-Man's always been one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Definitely love it. Can't wait to see the new Spider-Man Homecoming because I, mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. I've always loved Spider-Man and I want to see the character development this kid is going to go through to play Peter Parker and, you know, that whole universe. Um, I really want to see the, the, the how this split is going to um, affect Captain America and Iron Man because those are two of my favorites. Um but yeah, Civil War, great movie. If I had to give it a score, I'd say nine. Because like Tony said, I don't think anything is perfect, but I think they damn near hit the nail right on the head to to, to a T. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of on the same page. While Tony and, and Chris are like loving it and have seen like all the movies, I haven't seen uh, most. Of, like the last one I saw was Deadpool. Before that, mm-hmm. what? Guardians of the Galaxy. Like I didn't see Age of Ultron. I didn't oh, see shit, dude. Wow. I didn't see the Captain America, the the second one, uh, Winter what? Soldier. I didn't see that one. <laughs> and the thing is, here I will say this. I will say this. Everyone that I talked to about this movie, they all told me the same thing, dude. You don't have to see any of these movies, and you'll like it. You like you will you will absolutely love it. And I like I feel like I'm missing a lot of portions of the movie that like would have been a little bit better. Like you guys are saying. Right? Yeah, here, here's the thing, though. Okay, that statement is not technically incorrect. You can enjoy this movie mm-hmm. without, you know, having to see others. But seeing the others will enrich the experience, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. So that's you do need to watch it in that regard, yeah. 
Right. And it's it's similar to like say The Walking Dead or whatever, where it's like something that you're like consistently seeing with people and it like you create a conversation. Yeah. And it becomes like this thing, right? Um and I don't know. I don't know. I feel like uh to me personally, because I haven't seen the other movies, I feel like it'd make a lot more sense if I saw the other movies. To me, it, I I felt like it was a filler movie. It does. And um, it, and it, and and the thing about, you know, seeing the other movies especially you know, movies that are catered to one character, you know, I'd say specifically one character like Ant-Man, where mm. essentially nobody really thought the Ant-Man movie was going to be good. It turned out pretty damn decent. Yeah. I love Ant-Man. Um, and, you know, he played a, a really decent part when it came down to the to the big fight scene in the airport. So, mm. you know, the, these movies do, they do play a, a big difference. It's not so much of creating the Marvel Universe, it's introducing these characters and all these personalities clashing at one time which makes the the fight scene so much better because it's like we see all these characters in their own universe fighting their own problems and dealing with their own situations now we have all of them in one place right yeah and you know it always comes back to this fucking movie this is why batman vs superman failed as a movie you didn't care about any of these characters because you didn't get to know them the only one you got kind of got to know was superman right? right so when you see the flash show up or wonder woman you're like who the fuck is that who the fuck is that? Even with Batman, is like, who the fuck is that? I don't know you, you know? But with these movies, you, like, again, like, who is that character? You could go back. There's a movie you could see this guy in, you know? Yeah. When you see Ant-Man, like, oh, the only ones, you, you know, that were introduced, obviously, were Black Panther and fucking um, Spider-Man. But all the others, they all have their own movies where you could reference, you know? And you're right. All that shit builds up to each other. And it just makes it all so enjoyable because, you know, again, they, they've put the time and effort into creating this universe, you know? Right. It's just so good. Right. It's just one big buildup. Yeah. yeah. And, and the thing is, because I, I know during our own spoiler alert, one of, one of the people on my show said that um, they they kind of felt a little, um, not, not mad, but they were disappointed that if you want to watch the, let's just say you want to watch Captain America 1, 2, and 3 together, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. they, they're like, it doesn't make any sense. And I'm like, yes, but the point is, you're not supposed to watch them like that. You're really supposed to see this movie as the 12th entry in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, understand? Yeah. All these movies, even though they are separate, they are part of a larger whole, and they need to be a come, you know, you need to go into them in that sense for it all to really, not really, make, to, not really sort of makes more sense, but so you could really appreciate the, the entire story, the tapestry that they're trying to put in front of you. Right. Mm -hmm. I agree. I definitely agree. You can definitely have a, a Marvel marathon. I mean, I think in, in, in the broad scale of things, when, when Marvel says, you know what, we're done with all this, but we've left our mark on the film industry, you can actually sit down and start with The Incredible Hulk and watch all the way through and be entertained throughout the entire thing. Because once you piece every, every movie together, it's a, it's, it's a masterpiece. Yeah, really well, is. starting from Iron Man, technically, you know. Well, or, yeah, Iron Man or, or Incredible Hulk, which one, you know, yeah. Yeah. Speaking Man, of, yeah. oh, so good, so good. Speaking of, isn't Iron Man supposed to be in uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming? Yes, he is. Oh, oh really? It's gonna be good. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm so excited. 
I mean, everybody's sleeping on my man Thor, man. I'm ready for his next movie now. Me too. Thank you for saying that. I felt I was the only dude waiting. I'm like, yo, where's that Thor movie, man? Give me that. See, the the funny thing is the Thor movies, out of all the Marvel movies, you could actually watch them outside of all the other Marvel movies, and they kind of make sense within themselves, Mm -hmm. you know? So, yeah, but, oh, no. Chris, thank you for saying that. I'm so ready for this Thor movie, man. I don't know why no one's talking about it. Everybody, everybody's sleeping on Thor. You know? I'm, I'm ready for that next Thor movie. That's actually one of the things I didn't like about Civil War. Like, I didn't watch any of the trailers, so I like I didn't see any leaks or anything like that. Like, I wasn't really paying too much attention, but like I, I was kind of expecting Thor or Hulk to like show up. And they they were, never... they're, they're saving them. They're saving them. Oh, by the way, I heard that the re, you know that Hulk is going to be in, in Ragnarok and Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, I heard that. No, I've heard that. Too, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that might be interesting. Yeah, it's like, oh, why why can't we find the Hulk? Oh, because he's in motherfucking Asgard. That'd be insane. That'd be, that would be very dope. That'd be very dope. Fuck, oh, man. oh, but I, I, Marvel, I think for man. me. <laughs> God damn it. So. Marvel, Marvel is too good, man. Fuck. Yeah, man. They're kicking ass in terms of the, the cinematic universe. I'll say that. Um, but I, I need to I need to start binge watching. I think I'll appreciate Civil War a lot more. Yeah, you know what? Hold on, hold on. Before we end this all thing, since we're on the topic of Marvel, yeah, go ahead. Have you guys heard the rumor about uh, Sucker Punch possibly, allegedly, oh, yeah. creating yeah. a PlayStation exclusive Spider-Man game? Man. Oh, yeah. Ooh, See, the, the best thing is we already know a good Spider-Man game can be done. There's already a game out there, and there's knowing Sucker Punch, like Infamous, is my favorite superhero game. And just mm-hmm. knowing that developer is going to be making a Spider-Man game, mm-hmm. that's, man, that's gonna be yeah. crazy. I have mm-hmm. I have total faith in Sucker Punch. I love Infamous. I love Sly Cooper. They just need to come through with the Spider-Man game and kill it. Yeah, I, I totally agree, man. And you're right. You know, we have had some good Spider-Man games in the in the past. Now imagine them taking, I guess, maybe that basic formula, but Sucker Punch. You know, oh, oh my god. god. If they come out, if they come out of E three and announce that, oh my god! Man, everyone's gonna be like every male there's gonna blow their loads. You know, hey, maybe the ladies will get wet too. I don't know. (laughs) It's gonna be be interesting if they have the the new kid that they have playing Spider Man in the movies actually voice the Spider Man in the game too. I think that'd be pretty dope. Yeah, I I think it's, I think it's gonna be like what Arkham Asylum is, where it's, it's, it's not. It's not taking place in the same universe, but they're just yeah. going to release it with the with the movies. Right. Maybe yeah. get the same voice actor just to have like a familiar, like make it familiar. But mm-hmm. yeah, well, I think it'd be cool. I mean, the, the kid is young, and I mean, if they're really yeah. trying to target the young Spider-Man, you know, in the Marvel universe and start this whole story like it's supposed to be done, then why not? I mean, give the kid as much experience as he needs yeah. to really be immersed in this Peter Parker role. I think that'd be good for him. Uh, yeah, I completely agree, man. Oh, and by the way, shout out to all May, man. Looking fine as shit. <laughs> I was not expecting that. She was God so damn. I was not expecting yeah. her to be so young. Yeah. I mean, Mil- when, Mil- yeah. Milfin. Milfin. It, Milfin I, I'm all day, son. <laughs> I might have missed it, but did they mention Uncle Ben at all in that movie? I'm guessing Uncle Uncle Ben is fucking Joe Pesci now, right? Since Marissa told me this is on. Yeah, Pesci. <laughs> Joe Pesci, power responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> now they, they didn't mention him, but the, he. I, that's what I loved about the way they introduced Spider Man. He gave his origin without giving away his origin. You know. Not only that, like Tony cut him off. I thought that was yeah. funny. 
That was hilarious, yeah. Yeah. My man, my man was like, you have an unusually attractive aunt. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, the, it was even funnier when he was like talking about how good the treats were, and then right when he got into the room, he spit it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh that's man, so good, I, so so good. That, that's that's the main thing Marvel did right, I think. Uh, casting Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man, that was so perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we were talking about that the other day. I, I feel like, uh, you know, with Iron Man and Captain America and Thor, I mean, Chris Hemsworth, Chris Evans, and Robert Downey Jr. They are they are their character. I really feel like that. I mean, it's, up. It's, they it's fully hard engulfed like their characters. You're not wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Like same with freaking um, Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool. Like oh, yeah, that's yeah. freaking Ryan Reynolds. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, um, I mean Deadpool because the thing is, I've always seen Ryan Reynolds. No matter what role he's in, he's fucking Van Wilder in every role. This is Van Wilder if he had a really bad day. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. it's great. Yeah, dude. Whole lot of exciting stuff, man. In terms of Marvel, like we're getting Black Panther. Uh, we're getting mm. Infinity War. We're getting a new Deadpool. We're getting so much good stuff, man. Oh, I'm excited for Guardians of the Galaxy too. Me personally. Oh man, Can't I didn't even see the first one yet. It's good. What, man? Yeah, I know. I'm slacking. I have a, uh, I have a huge movie backlog. Yeah. All I'm saying is, man, when Infinity Wars come out, I just want to see all our favorites on the screen. I mean, like oh, I said, yeah. the build up. Mm-hmm. And if we just see the Avengers and we see Guardians on the same screen on the same movie, dude, snurgasms all over. Yeah, the and then Spider-Man flipping around too. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man, I can't wait. Like the only thing that would make this perfect if is if somehow fucking Marvel and Fox make a deal so you get the X-Men in get that. The bitch. X-Men in oh, there. Oh wow! Yo. But you know they, they they have to make a deal because you know in the comics Black Panther. You know, spoiler alert, he, he marries Storm. Yeah. So it's like they have to do something. Like they're going to come to some type of agreement. So, mm-hmm. although put a Deadpool and they'll be like, you know what? Here's uh, two X Men characters. You're good. That's it. Yeah, that's what you need. See, that that's how they need to end this Marvel Universe when it's, when it's time to end it. Like, however many years down the road, they need to have Marvel kill it, or not Marvel. They need to have Deadpool kill everybody. And then they can just <laughs> reset the universe like that. <laughs> And then they can cast like Miles Morales and like the black, uh, oh, black man. Captain America and all that. Yeah, I love to see Miles Morales and in, in on screen. That'd be dope. that'd be dope. Hell yeah. Yeah. Alex really wants Gambino as. as yeah. As now, Spider-Man. now that I'm actually reading the the Miles Morales comic, like he's yeah. Gambino's way too old for that. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that he's yeah. mad old. Like, yeah, he's like, like twelve, isn't he? I think he's like his thirties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he had be, even even this guy. Like he's playing like the the new dude who's playing Peter Parker. This motherfucker's in his early twenties. He's playing a fifteen year old. You know, yeah, but he looks like a fifteen year old. So like he does, yeah. Those good jeans, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but getting getting back onto the topic, uh, Captain America: Civil War. Um, I think me personally, I need I need to. <laughs> really get into the other movies to really appreciate this one yeah, you, uh, maybe yeah, watch it a second again. time and i'll be like oh, okay i get this i get that you're this gonna bump up that score bro i'm telling you man you your, think your so? be, hell yes yeah. when you watch all the marvel movies and you watch this like okay yes yes i i get it now it all comes together yep i got you you gotta, you gotta, you gotta watch the, the marvel movies son how you gonna know about that that post credits 15 seconds Splatoon post credit scene. God damn it! Hi, <laughs> <laughs> right, everybody, and I think uh, I think we're wrapping up. Thanks for watching. 
thanks to everyone who, who joined me here in this panel. Uh, to the cam below me, well, if you're watching this, it's going to be mostly audio. Uh, we have Chris. Where can we find you online, man? Thanks, guys, for coming to watch us every week. We really appreciate it. You can check me out on Twitter at Chris PKZ Kazama. Uh, if you have Facebook, Christopher Bowen. Uh, I will be in Pokemon Sun and Moon as the first black trainer ever. And, yes. Uh, I am. will be in the next Captain America replacing Chris Evans because he was supposed to die, but he didn't. But I'll be there, too. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> to the left of we got another junkie monkey. We got Alex. Uh, you can find me. You can find me on fuckskype.com slash. <laughs> pretty good. Uh, yeah, yeah, my my Twitter at the real nuts. You know, check out yeah. Timeskippers. Blah blah blah. Yeah. And our guest for this week, we got Tony. Where can we find you online, man? All right. Well, first of all, I want to thank you guys once again for having me on. This was a lot of fun. This is a really kick-ass podcast, man. You guys are doing it right. You know, you, you guys don't punk out. You know, you do this shit legit. You know, so I definitely want to thank you and give you a shout out. Um, as far as me, um, you can find me on Twitter. I'm gonna. I'm pretty sure you're gonna leave a. You know, my link down there in the description. Mm -hmm. But um, Rumudeth R O M U D T H. Um, you know, click on that and you get to see all the stuff I do because. I work for a bunch of sites. I write for geek.com, PC mag, the coalition. And I also host the throwdown podcast, which Alex has been on several times. You mm -hmm. know, Alex is like the, the dude we've had on the most as far as special guests go. So <laughs> he's almost a regular. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a dope show. Check it out. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, just check me out on Twitter. I always go off. I, you know, I talk about fucking comic books and video games. That's all I care about. That's all I tweet about, you know, so definitely check me out. And once again, thank you all for having me on. And you can find me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, at WillGuitarGuy. Uh, you can find me streaming on Twitch.tv slash JunkieMonkeys Tuesday through Saturday. It's good times. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Make sure to check down in the description below. We're going to have SoundCloud, iTunes links, everything you need to know. Uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks for watching. Peace, Peace out. Peace out. Peace out. Peace out.